Zion Williamson is fully cleared to play basketball with no restrictions. Pop the champagne and celebrate. But just how does he make the Pelicans team frightening next season? Give you a hint. It's from beyond the three-point line. Let's break it down in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Tuesday, took Monday off for the long weekend, feeling good, feeling rejuvenated, ready to crush this week's of shows and next week's of shows and all of that stuff. I'm excited about this Pelicans team right now because we got wonderful news late last week that Zion Williamson fully cleared to play. This is massive. We're going to break it down in today's show. Why this big for the team, how he helps the team, and then yes, the negotiations going into next season. And today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, Monday through Friday, talking about the topics relevant to the team, the topics you want to hear about. A lot of draft coverage. We'll get back to that tomorrow, but we got to dive into the Zion news today. So please subscribe wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. You can now do that on Spotify. And if you really want to support the show, the best thing you can do, leave a comment down below on YouTube. Literally say anything. Tell me how excited you are that Zion is cleared fully to be able to play basketball. And of course, you know, you can always just leave a comment. So let's dive into it. We got this news late last week from the Pelicans PR. I'm reading the PR email I got from them. The New Orleans Pelicans announced today that the recent imaging of Zion Williamson's right fifth metatarsal showed continued improvement. Williamson has been cleared in his return to play progression without any restrictions. Celebrate. Pelicans fans, be happy. This is massive news. So exactly why is it massive news? Well, first and foremost, it means he's healthy, right? Like, that's a big deal. You know, we didn't know how things were healing. This was kind of shrouded in mystery. He went and got some mysterious, but not really mysterious, injections in Los Angeles. And then went up to Portland after and tried to rehab his injury there, right? Couldn't do it around the team. None of that was particularly great. Those are things you not you don't want to hear when they said he should be ready by the start of the regular season. And then David Griffin hedged on that and said during the regular season. And that didn't happen either. So we were a little bit worried about how this was going. You know, there was talk of would he need another surgery? I think the Pelicans wanted him to have another surgery just to kind of fix this. Maybe it wasn't healing quite right. Well, if he's cleared to play, it's, it's not going to be a lingering thing. He's healthy, right? The Pelicans played it very cautiously. He didn't play in the postseason, even though we know he wanted to play. He was trying to show them he could play. His stepdad, Lee Anderson, went on the radio in Baton Rouge with Jordy Collada, his show, and said he expects him that he should be playing all of that stuff, right? But he didn't play because this Pelicans team was very cautious when it came to that injury. So if they're saying he's good to go, 
There should be no worry about any sort of re-injury when it comes to this. And that's going to play a factor in the negotiations. Let's talk about that one in the third segment, right? So number two, why this is big. Hopefully we can just turn a corner. Hopefully this is all behind us. You can't change the past. It is what it is, right? Well, hopefully this means they don't think about the past stuff and just focus on going forward, which is only positive, right? The first half of the season, the narrative around Zion sucked. The narrative around him has always kind of been unfun with this team, right? Is there a rift? Is there not a rift? There definitely was a rift, right? Is this a good relationship? Anything like that? Well, it doesn't matter now because it should be. He's cleared. He wanted to play. Well, the Pelicans are saying, you can go and do whatever you want. Whatever you want, you are able to do now. So everyone is on the same page. And if they're all just looking forward, there shouldn't be a rift, right? They're all ready to go and do their thing. And I love it. Everyone should be on the same page going into these big negotiations. And so number three, right? The the biggest thing to me almost with some of these things is he's ready and ready to go and healthy well before offseason workouts. We did a number one, what are the biggest needs for this Pelicans team? I asked it on Twitter and Antonio Daniels, part of Locked On and friend of the show, said was they just need time together, right? They need to practice together. They need an offseason together with no changes, right? This They finally have stability, it feels like. And that stability includes Zion Williamson. He can go and work out with the team when they get together in Summer League. He said he would. He said he wants to. He said he's willing to organize workouts. He wants to be there, right? The main reason he couldn't be around them last summer when he ghosted them the entire summer, oh, I wasn't feeling like himself. The injury had me down, all of that stuff. Well, we don't need to worry about that anymore. And if that's the real reason he wasn't around the team, and let's take him at his word right now, even though I'm a little skeptical about that, it's, it's not a problem. We're It's removing so many of these roadblocks from really bringing him and integrating him into the team. It should all be fine now. And these guys are already working hard, right? You just saw the video from Trey Murphy, the third, working out, looking like he wants to improve next year. I can tell you, Brandon Ingram... Hasn't really taken a break. That The loss of the playoffs stung him, and he's been really aggressive working out, wanting to avoid that feeling again and come back even better next season. So all of these guys are working out, and that means that Zion's going to be able to do that. He's going to be able to finally put in the work this offseason. There's no excuses to not, to not be doing it at this point. There's no excuses to not be around the team, and this is going to really give us a clear picture on kind of like who he is. So if he's... At the team workouts, building that chemistry, getting back in with everybody, it's wonderful. And there's no reason he shouldn't be because he is fully healthy according to him and according to the team. That's a wonderful thing. It's time to turn a corner and look towards the future. We can finally do that now that he's fully cleared to play basketball. But he is going to impact the court next year and impact this team. And I dove into the numbers, watched a lot of film on this one too. I got some stuff for you coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Prize Picks. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option? Well, then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too, especially for the NBA Finals. It's super easy to use. You pick two to five players in an over-under on their projections. That simple. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. You're not playing against other people. You're not playing against people who do this for a living. You see the numbers. Above it, 
or below it. And entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. And PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawal. So use the award-winning app available both on the App Store and Google Play. And they have a variety of options. You want to go points scored, rebound steals, whatever it is. You can also get mixed sports entries in there too if you want to get in on the MLB action in the NBA Finals. So for a limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all Locked On listeners. You're going to get $50 for free if a player in your first PrizePix entry scores a single point, but you got to use promo code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer just for locked on fans. Sign up today. Use promo code NBA $50 for free if a player in your first prize pick entry scores a single point. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Going to really be diving into all of the draft coverage. We're going to go back to player profiles tomorrow. Friday, we'll mix it up a little bit. We're going to do a mock draft kind of uh, recap roundup. We also maybe should do a not. A, we're not going to do a live show. Maybe maybe we'll do a live show Thursday night for the Friday show. That could be a lot of fun. And now for your next listen, go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies breaking down everything you want to know and getting inside information scouts on the record with all of this stuff it's great it's an in-depth look into the nba draft mock drafts player rankings and of course big boards it's free and available wherever you get your podcast as part of the locked on podcast network all right so we are talking zion williamson oh yes just cleared right like cleared he's healthy everything's good this should only be a turning point and putting kind of like turning the page the past is the past don't need to worry about grudges, things like that. And if he if he falls through on his word, right, and what he says, there's no excuses for him not to really buy into this team and be a consummate teammate. None. So he can do it now. This was the last hurdle with all of that stuff and all of what he said before. That shouldn't be a problem anymore. So again, he falls through, wonderful. We get an idea of who he is. He doesn't. That's when we should start to get a little bit worried because of the reasoning he said before in the past, that doesn't really match up right now. Though, we'll get into some of that when it comes to the third segment when we talk about the negotiations. So how does Zion improve this team? Beyond like the obvious, right? Beyond adding a dude who is efficient and elite at just scoring. Can get you a bucket when you need a bucket. A guy that can beat tri double teams, triple teams, right? Has such court gravity that teams sell out to stop him. It's incredible what he can do in the scoring rate and all of that, right? He could have been an all-NBA guy a couple of years ago. Should have probably been an all-NBA guy a couple of years ago. So they get that guy back, but how does he influence his teammates? And I dove into some of the numbers, right? One of the things I always hear people say is, oh, they'll get more open looks. I don't, I don't buy that, right? You've heard me say this a lot. Every team shoots open threes. Threes in the league are open. They are not contested, right? That's not a thing that happens. Even the worst teams are shooting like 92% of their threes as open or wide open threes. So Zion's not necessarily going to create more looks. This was a bad three-point shooting team last year. They ranked in the bottom five of the league. But maybe the type of shots are going to be different, and that could actually improve. So, in the postseason, the Pelicans took the fourth fewest catch-and-shoot threes. That's not a great number, right, of all the teams that made the postseason. That's on when a guy drives to the basket, the defense collapses on him, sorry, and they kick it out to an open three-point shooter, right? You see it all the time with standard play in the NBA, the drive and kick. Well, the Pelicans didn't take a lot of those, partially because they didn't have guys who could drive, We'll get into those numbers in a second, right? They shot 35.6%. It's not the worst number. It's not an amazing number, but it's not 
terrible, especially when you look at what they kind of shoot as a, as a team overall. And those numbers that just went away from me here wasn't good. They shot 33.2% last season. Under a third. That's what they shot. So 35 point something percent. Sign me up for that. During the regular season, they took the they were the fifth worst when it came to attempts, fifth fewest catch and shoot threes during the regular season. That's not an ideal thing, right? Because they are a bad pull-up shooting team. So when you have the ball in your hands, you're dribbling, maybe you move to your left, maybe you move to the right, maybe you come off of a screen and you shoot. Not just a, you're spotting up, you catch the ball and you launch it and you should be open. This is when you have the ball in the hand, your hands and you're moving, right? They're bad pull-up shooting team. 26.6% in pull-up situations last year from three. That is a terrible number. Brandon Ingram, 21.3% pull-up shooter from three last year. Graham, 25.7% pull-up three-point shooter. That's a bad number. CJ McCollum, 35%. If you listen to me during the trade deadline when we were talking about him, that was like the main reason why they were trading for him, someone that could create his own shot off the dribble. Because Brandon Ingram just doesn't have it with a three-point shot. Good at mid-range, not from three. But all of those guys on their catch-and-shoot numbers are pretty good. Ingram, 36.4% catch-and-shoot. CJ, 43.1% catch-and-shoot. Graham, 39.8%, 40% catch and shoot. Maybe the key to making this team a better three-point shooting team is more catch and shoot options and fewer pull-up options. And I think that's an important thing for New Orleans. Well, you know who can do that? Zion Williamson, of course, right? Drives last season where you're going to develop a lot of these catch and shoot situations. Not just from drives, right? So that metric that you can check on NBA.com slash stats it can be not misleading, but it doesn't always lead to catch and shoot situations, but it starts there, right? Brandon Ingram, 12, CJ, 11. Next closest on this team was five per game. And that was Jose in limited minutes, right? Well, Zion, two seasons ago, the last healthy season he played, 13 drives per game. And that's not even counting kind of the isolation when he's trying to post up and do other things like that. That's just simply driving from the perimeter, getting the ball and moving and going down court, down field towards the rim, whatever the phrase should be. Well, Zion creates a lot more of those. So with him out there on the court, they should be seeing more catch-and-shoot threes, which takes some of the pressure off of these guys to launch threes early in the shot clock just to kind of create something. Brandon Ingram was not a good three-point shooter last year. He was down big time, 32.7%. But I just read you the numbers, right? Good in catch-and-shoot situations, 36.4. Not elite, but good enough. It's better than that. Give him more of those. Isn't that a waste of his talent? Somewhat. But at least you kick the ball out and he's ready to shoot and teams have to respect that. So maybe they close out a little bit harder. Now all of a sudden he can drive and blow by those guys. So I do think Zion being out there on the court, other than like the obvious of what he's capable of doing with the scoring and the rim and the offensive rebounding, the second jump. And we'll break more of that down as we get closer to the start of the season. So, you know, August, September, October. But he's seriously going to help them just generate more catch-and-shoot threes, which are open. So it's not more open looks. It's just better looks that the Pelicans want based on how this roster is constructed and the skills of this team. Wonderful. We need more three-point shooting. It's hugely important in the league, right? Who who knew? Um, We all know. And that's why the Pelicans need more of it. And Zion's going to help kind of create that and maybe make them more elite in that area. So coming up, 
We talked about this, kind of hinted at it in the first segment, right? Things should be fine between the teams, or between the team and his camp, him. But these negotiations aren't going to be easy. You're hearing some of the stuff leaked. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. But I'm actually excited about our our next sponsor here, rockauto.com. rockauto.com, thank you for everything you've done for me by giving me cheap auto parts. I have a 1976 Corvette that I've been working on. It's running. I posted the the video to Twitter. Tons of parts from rockauto.com saving me so much money, like 12 to 16 hours working on it over this weekend, part of why I was not tweeting much and doing a show. I was just too tired from being out in the sun. I do not have a garage. The car is running, drove it around a little bit. Oh, it's beautiful. The noise is awesome. And that comes from rockauto.com. That's where I go for my parts. I tell you, I work on my cars myself. I'm not just reading the copy here. That's not even in the copy here that I have, right? I know where to go for the cheapest parts, and it's rockauto.com, and I just put a bunch of them in my car, so when things break, I go there immediately, and all of the things fit. I've ordered parts that haven't worked from other places before, because they get a generic part that should just hopefully fit in your car, and it's not always like that. So you want something that's going to fit, that's easy to install, and that's going to last, and that's what rockauto.com has at the best prices so you get to save time and money when choosing rockauto.com don't choose to spend 30 50 even 100 percent more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership and they have everything you could need radiators air conditioning condensers i just got the glue to put more of the carpeting in and have it like stick to the floor since it's falling off a little bit i needed a bunch of you know coolant got that at rockauto.com at a cheaper price and got better quality stuff than you'd walk into a chain store and just buy wonderful situation to be in and now my car is running it's awesome it looks great uh, i'm so excited about it so they have literally everything you could need so go explore your easy to, their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck click your year your make your model it's that simple right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices trust me i know this all the parts your car will ever need also yes rockauto.com all right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday breaking down the topics you want to hear. I've seen people talk at free agency. It's way too far away. You want to hear about draft stuff, right? Because that's the upcoming thing. We'll get to free agency when it's time. We're talking draft. We'll be breaking down more prospects, have more experts on. It's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you're right here for your best spot for draft coverage when it comes to this Pelicans team. And now for your second listen. Go check out, I'm going to plug my buddy here, Locked On Celtics. John Krause, my co-host on the Wednesday episode of Locked On NBA, our national show. He and I are on there every Wednesday. I'm excited for him. I'm probably rooting for them just purely because of him. He's going to be breaking down everything you want to know about the Celtics, and he's killing it. Numbers on that show were through the roof. The dude is so good. You want a little bit more insight into the Celtics team or even the Warriors, you can check out Locked On Warriors too. Go check out both of those shows. Get set for the NBA Finals. They're going to have a crossover. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Should be a fun Finals series. All right, today we are talking about Zion Williamson. Fully cleared. It's like a celebration. This is only a good thing, right? And he's going to make this team better in a variety of ways, particularly with the three-point shooting, something they really need. So (laughs) why are we a little bit nervous? Are you a little bit nervous? I'm a little bit nervous about these upcoming negotiations because the media negotiating has already started. Came from Brian Windhorse, who, by the way, isn't the most connected to the team. He really does love a lot of conjecture, and he has he has a script he follows when it comes to it. And look, he's he's connected to the league, trust me. But 
I don't know if this directly came from the team or if this is him just trying to kind of find a story or, or what, right? He kind of spouts some things out that sound like they could work. And it was, you know, one of the obvious ones <coughs> here that the Pelicans aren't ready to offer Zion Williamson like the full unconditioned max. Don't misread that as the Pelicans aren't going to offer him a max contract. He's going to get a max offer from this team. It just might have injury provisions in there. And that's what's going to make these negotiations hard. He wants it to be fully guaranteed. The Pelicans want to have a little bit of a safety net. And we did a, I did a whole show on this. Why these negotiations will be difficult. One, because they can't insure the contract for that foot. So if he injures his foot again, that's not insured. And that could really hurt the team. Now, I don't really care. It's Gail Benson's money, not mine. But that does have a lasting impact on the way the franchise operates and things like that. So you got to kind of keep that in mind that I don't really care if it's insured or not because it's not my money and the Pelicans are going to pay him if he's healthy. So if he's hurt, you can pay him too. And there's a salary cap. So it's not like you can go and offer $30 million to someone else. You can get an injury exception, but given where the team is in terms of the luxury tax and things like that, I don't know. It just saves them money. They'd lose some money on attendance and things like that and likely being a bad team and revenue being down if he gets hurt. But I don't know. You got to pay him anyway, right? It's not like that gets wiped off and you have it earmarked for him. And if he plays, it's not like the insurance company's paying him, right? And you could still be bad. So anyway, besides the point, we'll talk about that a little bit deeper with the negotiations. That's what's going to make this hard. They want some protections built in from him and not have to pay $40 million if they don't have to. And to a point, I understand that. But we're me, I'd be doing the same thing. But the way that Windhorse was kind of talking about that was kind of, you know, painting it in an ownership light. And I don't think that's the case. We've seen that they are not operating as a cheap team. Are they operating like lavishly and spending money left and right? No. But are they spending money? Hell yeah. Redoing the practice facility recently, right? David Griffin himself wasn't cheap. Swing Cash, Trajan Lang did not cheap people to bring in. So I don't know if you know, they're going to have the best kind of hand in these negotiations. And Bede's um, contract certainly paves the way. But here, it comes down to this, right? They just cleared him. Said there's no injury risk. Zion's camp might look at them and go, well, if there was a concern about this, you wouldn't have cleared him. So if you're saying there's no injury risk here, give us a fully guaranteed max because you're not really worried about him re-injuring this foot. No more so than, say, any other injury, Right. And that's what's going to make this hard because I don't know how you kind of counter that exactly other than just kind of his injury history in the past. But that doesn't impact the fully guaranteed money or not. It's only on the part that's uninsured, which is his foot right now and maybe his knee to an extent as well because of the prior injury. But given that he missed the whole season, this one kind of comes up as a big red flag. That's where this is going to be hard. And while he said, you know, I couldn't wait to sign an extension fast enough, that's not a full max that's fully guaranteed. He doesn't mean that when it comes to a contract with some injury provisions, even if those metrics and bars are fairly easy to clear. But maybe this just paves the way for them giving him a full max, right? This comes out, you know, a day or two after they say you're fully cleared to play, to to play. So this is the negotiation in the media right now versus the actual before you get to the actual negotiation on this contract. It it's going to be a pain. I don't know if this gets signed the first day. Hopefully it does and we can kind of put this to bed. But at this point, look, if they cleared him, I don't know, it's not my money. I'd give him a full max with no no injury provisions or anything like that in there because it's me. If I'm Gail Benson or David Griffin, it might be a little bit different. 
Let me know down below. Would you give him a full max deal with no injury escalators or anything like that? Just fully guaranteed contract that lets him go and do his thing. I probably would, to be honest. We've seen what he's capable of doing. He's that good. And again, biggest thing, it's not my money. So I can say that kind of with impunity here, not really being the team in ownership. But I get why they're going to fight for that. And that's what's going to make these negotiations hard, particularly when they go, you're good to go. Do whatever it is that you want to do. And we're not worried about it going to make this a little bit difficult. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. We're going to also do more draft profiles. Let's do Jeremy Sohan tomorrow because I think he's really interesting and I do think the Pelicans are pretty high on him. Let's break that one down coming up tomorrow. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all next time.